What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, what has come out so far from day two of training camp, how this uh, coaching staff is trying to build this culture in this team and this identity. We're also going to talk about some of the doubt thrown in the Chicago Bulls way, both in the odds and from Kendrick Perkins. We're going to talk about how the Bulls can overcome that, talk about all that, some more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So first up, I did post the video to the shorts yesterday as far as the from clips from day two of training camp for the Chicago Bulls. And it seems like everybody is working hard. Everybody really enjoys themselves. Everybody's kind of focusing. You hear a clip from Billy Donovan saying that they have to establish an identity and that is one of the things we've already talked about here after the initial media day. And one of the things that's going to hold true, this Bulls team has to establish an identity on both the offensive and defensive sides of the ball. When you look at some of the doubt thrown the Chicago Bulls way, of course, is built around the offense being isolation heavy, which Billy Donovan has already said in media day they need to move away from. But also the questions around how this Bulls team is going to fare defensively, especially when you lose a defensive anchor, a, vo- a, bi- a big vocal part of your defense and how he helped players on the defensive end of the ball by communicating in lines of ball without having him on this team. It's going to be interesting just to see how that develops for this team. Do you have a, and I know a lot of, a lot of people are thinking that it's going to be Goran Dragic who started. If we need defense, you got, it can't be. Goran Dragic is a terrible defender at this point in his career and for the most part of his career. Goran Dragic, but, but we'll see, right? At the end of the day, Billy Donovan is going to make that decision in training camp throughout things. You know, we'll see how it ends up shaking out with the starting point guard ship. But at the end of the day, this Bulls team in training camp trying to establish that identity, a style of play, uh, something that is going to be that's going to be what this team is going to be known as when you go into games and teams come into the building to face us. We need to establish that identity. And it's good that they're doing that groundwork here in training camp. It's going to take a while, right? Sometimes you can build an identity in training camp, but it's going to take actual live games to see how that identity is responded to, that play style is responded to by other teams to know where you need to adjust at. This Chicago Bulls team is going to have to go into the preseason, use those four games really as a primer to calibrate themselves and get ready for the upcoming season because there is a lot of understandable doubt facing the Chicago Bulls right now. And that's just that's just where it is in life right now. Like the Bulls have some of the some of the biggest question marks, not just because of who they're missing, but what they meant to the team, right? It's like like Lonzo Ball and what he was what he did for the Chicago Bulls team out in transition, being one of the better passers on the team, like um, the, the shooting that he did, the, just the clutch shooting, the defense, the switchability, all that. It's not, as I said before, it's not going to be replaced by one team member. So in establishing an identity, you're already losing a big part of what that identity or, or player that could have played a big part in what that identity could be just by not having them. Now, Alonzo Ball did have a surgery yesterday. Prayers up to him. Hopefully it goes well. Hopefully in four to six weeks we get much uh, more, uh, much better uh, outlook than what we have right now. But at the end of the day, this Bulls team trying to establish that identity, going in, doing the work, um, and they, everybody seems locked in. And You know, Io focused that as well. He's saying that he's focused on his stamina, not necessarily the starting point guard position. That's what I love about this team is that at least so far, and it, it could be – could be said that maybe it's just lip service or whatever. Alice Caruso, Goran Dragic, uh, Io DeSumo, everybody who's like in line possibly for that starting point guard spot hasn't really talked about what it means to, to start or how uh, if, if they want to be the starting point guard. They're more focused on their individual games, the things that they want to improve regardless if they're starting or coming off the bench. Like I talked in yesterday, in, about in yesterday's episode, that embracing of a role play, plays big dividends when you have players that accept the roles that aren't necessarily trying to do something else or, or, or whatever else now so 
with that being said, this team coming in, doing their thing, Io focusing on his stamina because he did hit a rookie wall or whatever you want to call it halfway through the season, can't do nothing but bode well overall for this Chicago Bulls team. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, hey, let's talk about Dalen Terry, the rook, saying how fast Zach Levine is. Hey, hey, young fella, adjust to that speed of the NBA level. It's going to bode well for you that you get to practice against Zach Levine every day because the speed of the NBA is a different beast than college. Shout out to Dalen Terry on that one as well, who I still expect big things in his career for the Chicago Bulls from Dalen Terry. But we got out from DeMar DeRozan saying this, and he said that uh, playing with a, hef- a healthy Zach Levine can be very exciting and scary for other people. I want to be healthy. I want to be with a healthy Zach. A full year of that's something I dream of every single night. It makes our lives easier health surrounding the Chicago Bulls team has to be one of the biggest concerns going in like yeah Zach Levine had surgery which is which was labeled as a minor surgery but a lot of the doubt thrown towards the Chicago Bulls way is how healthy can this team stay already coming in not fully healthy with Lonzo Ball no telling how many games he's going to miss as this team looks to establish that identity those are some of the things that you have to be that you have to look towards um, for this team now outside of establishing the identity one of the things that is facing the Chicago Bulls team is a lot of doubt from outside sources, even from some some fans within. We had this clip from Kendrick Perkins, which we're going to go ahead and play now. In Chicago, I just don't see them being a top six team in the Eastern Conference. I have Boston ahead of them, Milwaukee, the Nets, Philly, Toronto, Cleveland, Miami. I have all those teams ahead of them. So I'm looking at them maybe getting in the play-in tournament at, at best, to be mm. honest, which I even have the Hawks ahead of the Bulls. And, you know... The, the fact of Kendrick Perkins saying that the, the Bulls are a play-in team at best, right? And I want to talk about why some of that mindset is, is surrounding the team. A, injuries. We already know. Not having Lonzo Ball is already going to be a big plus in that. But I do think that there is a common thought around the NBA of, can DeMar DeRozan really do it again, right? Is there going to be regression because of his age? You heard him asked about it in media day. I think that's, that's built into that some Bulls fans just aren't expecting uh, DeMar DeRozan to be able to have the same type of impact that he had last season at his age. And I can understand that. I've said that here myself. Like, I think it'd be crazy to expect the same type of, uh, the same stat line from a player that's getting older and, and gave us the best stat line basically of their career at that age. But with that being said, seeing how DeMar DeRozan works, seeing what he puts into his body, seeing how, how, how much he takes on that, that, that the doubt that that's thrown towards him and he wants to prove that wrong because he just wants to continue being the best player that he can be every single day. I think that the pe- people who are betting on DeMar DeRozan to take a bit of a step back or maybe to hit an age decline or something like that are going to be sorely mistaken by the time the end of the season comes. And I think that plays a big part into it as well as far as, like I said, just some of the doubt surrounding the Chicago Bulls. But I want to talk about it from a different standpoint real quick. I want to talk about it from something I don't usually go into. That is over-unders. That is expectations. So Points bet right now has the Bulls over under at 42 and a half wins for the Chicago Bulls. Now, looking at this, again, I try to bring in some some objectivity in this and not just be the Bulls fan. Looking at the Bulls point differential last season, which they did have a negative point differential. It was the point differential of a 41 win team. That's just facts. The Bulls had a, a, a point differential of a 41-win team last season. Now, we know that they got more than that, right, because of the play, because of the next-man-up mentality, because of, you know, how, how they fared against, you know, not the best competition and stuff like that. And then the improvement in the East as well, right? The overall, how, how, how big the, the East has improved with teams, at least on paper. We still have to see how some of those come together. 
I can understand a lot of the doubts surrounding the Chicago Bulls, but I guess what I tell you, when you look at this, when you look at having a healthy Zach Levine, who I think may be poised to, to have close to a 30-point-per-game season, when you have DeMar DeRozan not being able to tell if Io DeSumo or Patrick Williams are going to make a leap, the continuity uh, bet. Does Nikola Vucevic, like I said in yesterday's episode, does he benefit the most from continuity on this team of just being settled into his role, not trying to do as much, not pressing as much, realizing, hey, I rely too much on the three-point threat. This Bulls team, I'm not ready to put a win prediction on it yet. I usually do that after the preseason. I want to see how this team comes together. I want to see who becomes the starting point guard. I want to see all that. But looking at that over-under, hearing that comment from Kendrick Perkins on the uh, Bulls are going to be a play-in team at best. That's the, that's the key thing, right? To say that, hey, I predict for them to be a playing team. All right, cool, right? That's your prediction. I can understand that looking at all the, 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 the things that we just looked at, you know, even Alice Caruso not being the healthiest last season, things like that. But at the end of the day, like at best, at best, at best, you have one of the top 10 scores in the NBA in Zach Levine. You have another great score who could be in the top 10 as well in DeMar DeRozan. We have a young point guard who's budgeting, who could come in. We got to see what he can do. But defensively, we know what his stats have looked like defensively as one of my lights goes out. The doubt around the Chicago Bulls team, like I've said before, I, I understand to a degree and I, and I welcome it. Welcome, bring all the doubt towards our way. Give us all the headlines. It's the same thing. It's funny how much I'm saying the same things that I said at the, at the start of last season as well, right? Bring all the doubt. Bring all the, all the, like, think, think DeMar DeRozan is going to take a step back. Think Zach Levine isn't going to come back even better than what he was and continue what he's done every single season. He's been a Chicago Bull and, and improved every single year on the offensive end. And we've heard now that Zach Levine is also focused on being a better defender. I'm telling you right now, look out for this team. You can doubt it. You can, I, I understand it, right? But this Chicago Bulls team and the way that they come together, one of the things that's hardest to predict in the NBA and in sports in general is how the sum of the parts can outplay some of the projections depending on how the team comes together, how everything fits together, right? And we still have players on the bench that like really could develop a hell of a chemistry and could be a very vital part in what the Chicago Bulls do. We'll see what happens with this season, right? I predicted last season that the Chicago Bulls, I think when I came into the season, I said at, at best, I'm looking at the Chicago Bulls. I think last year I predicted the Chicago Bulls to get between 42 and 45 wins. We're, we're we're close to that. Like I said, adding in the point differential, we did have a negative point differential, a point differential of a 41-win team. Considering some of the other doubts around this team, it is what it is. But, hey, count out the Chicago Bulls if you want to. One thing that I'm always going to bet on is DeMar DeRozan. I'm always going to bet on Zach Levine, who proves people wrong every season. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet on players like Alex Caruso, Ayo Sumo, who just see everything and, like, they're – them being an underdog has literally been a huge part of their NBA careers thus far. I owe much less, but I, Alex Caruso working his way up from the G League into being a key component on a championship team. Ayo uh, DeSumo, who got passed up and has used that as motivation every time he sees somebody else in front of him. Keep doubting this team if you want to, but I trust this team, and I think we're going we're gonna to perform better than what some analysts and some of the spreads have us doing, but that's my thought on that. I am a Bulls fan, so take that for what you will. Now, one of the things that I do want to get on before we leave today is DeMar, is DeMar DeRozan being on J.J. Reddick's podcast, and they got into a great conversation. Only the clip has come out so far. I don't think the full episode as of this recording has come out, but I can't wait for it. I do want to play here because it's rare that we hear athletes talk about mental health and and just and things that we that we got to see on this. So I'm going to play a clip from this. Hopefully it doesn't kill me and I don't get I don't get a strike for it. But let's go ahead and play that now. You know, everything we go through is a is a journey. And as the journey go on, you got to accept what comes with it and understand how to grow from it and be a better person from it. Because, you know, it's no destination to just being happy. You know, 
even with me accepting therapy, it's not, you know, at first when I accept it, I looked at it like, I'm going to go to therapy and I'll be fine in probably like 10 sessions. And it, it don't work like that. You know, it's just, it don't work like that. It's a journey that goes into it. So for me, it just helped me understand that it's a journey. And even part of me putting out that tweet was for other people to understand, like, you know, you could get caught up all day and pick up your phone and see the nicest places, see everybody post the the, the best looking pictures of them, um, the, the funnest day they had. You could get lost in seeing what's not real and letting that affect you. You know what I mean? That's why I always talk to a lot of older guys now that's retired and just always ask them, like, you know, how's everything? You know what I mean? Because what's crazy, I don't think I never said this. Like, for me, I don't think I could truly be happy until I retire. And I say that because of what you just said, because it's so much internal pressure to want to be great every single day. Every single day of like, I got to go back to the gym. I didn't do enough. I didn't this. I didn't this. Should I take the day off? No, no, no. I'm going to just push through it. You know, and it's, it's, you carry that so much to where you can't really fully be happy until you walk away. This from conversation it. is needed. And as somebody who is an advocate of mental health, I got into podcasting talking about the importance of, of mental health, like outside of the sports thing that I do. Hearing the players have this this type of conversation is just, to me, it's a revelation. It's for so long, like, to, to, that DeMar said it as well, like, just especially, like, a black man in DeMar DeRozan talking about mental health, talking about therapy, like, the stigma around that has been so serious, and I'm sorry that this isn't just sticking on sports for right now, for the people who just want to hear sports talk, but at the end of the day, like, we live in a time where mental health is the most prioritized as it has ever been. We're going to see work into the new CBA, we're going to see all those type of things, and rightfully so. Hearing this type of conversation, hearing even DeMar DeRozan talk about that drive to just continue to do better, prove people wrong, and that, you know, he thinks he may not be completely happy until he retires, like, that's crazy. And I think sometimes we see just the, the work, that the, the result of the work that these players put in, right? We see what they do out on the court. We see the wins, losses, and we try to boil everything down that goes into that over how many points did you score? How many assists did you get? How many rebounds did you get? Did you help your team win? But there's so much a larger aspect of the mental part of this game that I, that I, I, for one, I am completely ecstatic at the fact that we have now players that not only have platforms, that can have podcasts, that can have shows, but we have an openness now that we've never had before from athletes just talking about what they go through mentally, talking about what they go through coming into the season. This is an era in which I, I hope this 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 genie, so to so, never gets put back in the bottle, right, that that we we can, we continue having these these discussions, these open discussions on mental health, these open discussions on how the doubt affects you and, and how you go into the season. Because as DeMar said in that clip, right, the fact that he goes through it is going to help other people in regular life realize you're not you're not alone by going through these things. You're not alone by doing it. What De Every time DeMar DeRozan gets on one of these podcasts, every time he gets on the show, I'm ha more and more happy that to hear him be a Chicago Bull, right? That we have him in this organization to help build this culture, to help teach the younger players. He hopefully is teaching these younger players and they're seeing and learning things from him that it probably took him years and years and years to even get somebody who's willing to talk about those type of things in his career. So, it's just great overall. I've talked about it. Even Patrick Williams, like I said, in media today saying that the one thing DeMar DeRozan asked him is that when Patrick Williams is in DeMar's position, he teaches somebody else what DeMar taught him this summer. That, that's culture building, right? That's things that pay off for years and years to come. And this is just an amazing conversation. Just in this little clip, I can't wait to hear the full episode and break that all down because I'm sure it's going to be an amazing listen. DeMar DeRozan is one of the most insightful and open people in all of sports. And I'm just glad that he's a Chicago Bull. I'm glad to have him on this team. I'm glad 
for all of that because it's going to be yeah it's gonna it's gonna it, it, it's just great it's great to have that on your team it's great to have that aspect and that feeling around your team in my opinion uh as a lifelong chicago bulls fan so that's it on me for that man i i, I had to get into that i put that on the back end of the show because even though I, I do think it's important i know not everybody some people just come they just want to hear the sports talk but nonetheless thank you for being the best part of chicago bull central make sure you're following the show at bull central pod you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns bullcentralpod at gmail.com lastly if you want to leave a text and or voicemail the number to do so 773-270-2799 we're the number one spot for everything chicago bulls related and like i liked in every episode on go bulls love you guys peace y'all this has been a presentation of the break break media, media.